HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Let's Eat In, and I'm your host, Kathy Arway. We're here today at Heritage Radio Network. Today's show is brought to you by Roberta's Pizza, where we actually happen to be. So check out Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Um, so today I have a couple of guests, actually three guests, um, two girls and one guy. I, I've, it's always been a different mix-up um, lately. So um, I'm really happy to have one of my dearest friends and... Uh, cooking collaborators, Akiko Mormon. Thanks so much for being here. Hi. I'm so happy. All the way back from, she came here all the way from Japan. Just to be, to on, be on your show. Just, yeah. just to be on your show, Kathy. Yeah. So, it was bound to happen at one point, but <laughs> yes, we dragged you. So um, Akiko and I have a supper club called the Hapa Kitchen, and Hapa means half Asian, basically, essentially. Yeah. Um, and half we cook, awesome. yeah, and we cook food that's half awesome, half Asian, <laughs> half something else. Hey. Asian's and awesome too. Yes. <laughs> and that was the voice of another um, half awesome person. <laughs> I think that I think yeah, that's the new definition. That's right. Of Hapa. Uh, perfect. Okay, so actually, when when we're doing this, we'd all heard of Loving Day before. Um, Loving Day is um, a nonprofit that Ken Tanabe founded. Ken, thanks so much for being here. Hey, hey, everybody, thanks. Cool. And you founded that in two thousand five. Two thousand four, believe Four. it or not, time it's flies. Been around, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is all about the. Well, let me start. Let me back up with the history lesson. There was mm-hmm. um, at one point it was illegal to be wed interracially. That's correct. And then this court case called Loving versus um, Virginia, mm-hmm. because the the couples they were married and they were interracial. Mm-hmm. They were taken to court, mm-hmm. and then they won. So then that effectively the case effectively legalized marriage. So your organization is called Loving Day, which is celebrating the case and mm-hmm. interracial marriage now that it's legal that's Yay. about right yeah yeah it's we're, we're best known for celebrating the anniversary of that case loving versus virginia um charles loving such a great name <laughs> richard actually is it rich i thought richard. it was charles no it's richard richard oh dick yeah. loving love it <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> never thought of that one okay <laughs> 
interesting. This is going to be, I can see the show, how it's going to go. Anyway, um, hey, man, I'm on club time right now. She's right, Tokyo, she, yeah. the Tokyo the time. Tokyo she's, thinks, she's drinking Mai Tais right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, the organization, the, the idea is to basically fight racial prejudice through education about the loving decision and the rest of the history, you know, before that, because... The case was just sort of like the tip of the iceberg. It was illegal in the U.S. Um, in most of the country for about like 400 years, like since colonial times, you know, interracial marriage. And, and not a lot just, of people are surprised when they hear about that. They're like, that's not true. And I'm like, well, actually it was. And they're like, and how do you exist? Because I'm... Well, after, know. I mean, after, I mean, they, they actually created more laws um, right at the end of World War One. Mm. There was actually, an, an once a lot of Chinese laborers were coming in, they actually created and mm-hmm. they introduced it now being illegal to marry Asians. So, like, this mm-hmm. is the law that grew in... That's true. <laughs> ...before it's, it was destroyed. Yeah, I think many little laws. Many little laws, and that's what makes it such a sort right. of interesting and complex topic. Um, the first laws were actually against um, marriage between Native Americans and uh, European settlers, basically, the, the colonialists. Right. Um, and they updated the laws again once they began importing African, African slaves, mm-hmm. right? So that was like the same. Everyone thinks it's black, white. It's like, well, actually, that was the second round of laws. <laughs> the third round of laws was the Asian Chinese, immigration, okay. right? And they just had started working on the South Asian group, like okay. people from India. Like, mm. I think they got one state no, was doing but, that. But, but they actually changed because of that, because Indian India was under British rule mm. in the United States, they mm. were considered not part of the East Asians. Right. Well, yeah, they weren't in that group. It right. was like a separate group, but it got reversed. But anyway, what we do now is we celebrate the anniversary of the case as a way to educate people about that history, but also to build a, like a multicultural community around and pride. that Spread annual the pride. Pride, right. And, and pride and community. The- the history celebrating the over- overcoming these challenges, like Through the poor love. couple mm-hmm. that endured this horrible case. Absolutely, Sorry. and there, there's still a lot going on. In that. Well, anyways, well, oh I'll let yeah, you... let's talk about that. Um, we also have Madeline, the VP of Loving Day. Hi, thank you. For Thanks having so me. much for coming. <laughs> so it's LovingDay.org, and and like we were saying, I think it's so funny that um, the person's last name happened to be Loving, and it is a celebration of loving people of other uh, walks of life. That's a very Basically. diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah. I know, it's, it's definitely actually, it's yeah. a lot softer than the way the law has phrased it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but and recently, we, we know what you mean. Can, Hobbit Kitchen and Loving Day put out a press release uh, mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. about the case in um, in Louisiana. In, in Louisiana, yeah. about the and mm-hmm. um, it was kind of big news um, for a while. Um, mm. it, it broke that there was a, a couple that tried to get married. Um, they were interracial. She was white, I think, and yeah. he was black. Um, and this, what's his name? The Justice. The Justice of the Peace, of the peace yeah. decided that in, you know, in because he wanted to protect the children. Protect the children. Right. He denied them a marriage He's license denied. for the sake of the children. And then he, um, a couple weeks ago, no, a few weeks, ah, a month ago, yeah. he retired. Which is crap. Uh, that's, that's, that's another tot- diplomatic way of putting it. It's totally not, <laughs> he should not be allowed to retire. Yeah, we were going to take benefits. him down. Uh, we were going to go riot <laughs> yes. on the streets. And he, you know, he had had a uh, history of doing this. Like, yeah, right. But, but he was wait, wait, to be fair, about it. to be yeah. fair, he lets black people use his bathroom. Right, but, and, and they're his friends because he's not racist, yeah. and he had right. Jewish friends. So basically, too, so. he had, can't be racist. He had the most ridiculous <laughs> claims to his defense. Absolutely, and he was—he never apologized, really, because mm. the children couldn't fit in. He said that we were 
pretty much like the tragic mulattoes. Right. Isn't it so sad how sad our lives are? I mean, I'm so sad. I I cry every night. Every night I go to bed and I'm like, you know, my life is so much better (laughs) if I was a full Asian. Well, I don't don't know if everyone on the air has heard that term before, tragic mulatto. It actually was was like a a genre of of story, basically, or film especially. Like, if you heard of Pinky or Showboat or Mm -hmm. Imitation of Life, these films where there's... Famous character. Usually it's it's someone who's part black, part white, who's trying to pass for white. Then they're discovered and then their lives like fall apart. And they usually end up dead or, you know, like kind of a skid row. I mean, but in that movie, like who's coming to dinner? Like there's always this, well, think of the children. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I know that Mm -hmm. you guys are in love and that's great. But like once you guys have children, you know, like, oh. Well, and you know, it used to be thought that genetically speaking, um, people who were... Mixed Mixers. could not reproduce. That's right, where like, the term like mule, mules. M- mulatto comes right. from. The term mules, right? Right, because a, a donkey, um, like a mule, can't reproduce. It's the right. child of a horse wow. and a donkey, and right. they can't. So have, maybe we right. can't reproduce, guys. Yeah, so What's everyone happen. <laughs> I, I think. Hold just your tell, I'll tell I my think, dates that. Don't worry, baby. Listen, don't worry. <laughs> what if we don't need protection? And mixed. what if we only uh, try to reproduce with other mulattos or mixed yeah. race people? Will that work? No. Anyway, um, I think, anyways, I think speaking it's yes. of which, pretty well, I think it's pretty well founded. We don't have any problems reproducing. Speaking yeah. of which, that is true. Everyone's like, nowadays, when I hear about somebody getting married who they're interracially, they're like, oh, your children are going to be so beautiful. Mm. And right. Sterile, like, but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sterile, but beautiful. Even better, you don't have to get birth control. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's another Free stereo- love. That's another like, stereotype we try to kind of you know, disseminate at, with Loving Day because I think there are lots of lots of stereotypes kind of going around about mixed people about you know there's certain expectations i think yeah it's It's true it's it's sort of a reversal to be called beautiful (laughs) yes actually it's like like if you're black and it's like well you're great at basketball right and you're like come on you know what i mean it's it's kind of the same idea smart at math oh Oh right because you're asian i wish (laughs) it's the same thing so i mean you know we're just like everybody like we're the same as everybody else. That's the, the general plan, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, wait a minute. That's not entirely true. Can we give a little what up to like the most infamous Hoppa right now in the news? Oh, no, let's not. Please. <laughs> You're bringing a bad name to all Hoppas. Come on. Just come on. We, wait, acknowledging. Wait, wait. We started Mr. Tiger with, Woods. Look, we used to. Tiger Woods. I just need three more women to come forward if you're out there, please. I would like to do the Ladies of Tiger calendar. He is so irresistible. Three three more women could come forward. It'd be nice if one of them was of color, but like, you know. It's cool if there's like a calendar of all 12 white chicks. Well, at least least there were some brunettes. How do we feel about this, guys? I mean, I've heard a lot of like mixed reactions about how, you know, because he has this clean cut image. But we're just. He's this guy. He's not sexualized as a celebrity. Mm -hmm. But it's nice that he is. And now he is. And but here's the thing. Talk about breaking stereotypes. Like, yes, he was like pitched as this like Ivy League hoppa who like studied hard and is really good at golf. And now like, you know, like, yeah, he gets drunk and he has sex with with like ladies who work in bars I I, I disagree with that I don't think he was ever pitched as a hoppa I think he tried to pitch himself as a hoppa in a sort of you know, disjointed way. The Catalan right. Asian thing didn't stick. He didn't really handle it as well as Barack Obama did. You right. know, he right. people understood when he was talking about his background. Tiger, they're like, "What?" He's like, "Well, look, here's my Asian he mom right here sitting next to me." Community, I remember right. that on Oprah. Here's my yeah. Asian mom. They're like, "Well, since you're black," and he's like, "Asian mom." They're like, "What's it like being a black golfer?" You know what I mean? I like, know. It completely he really didn't because did. that's because he's ablation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I remember I had this like. You have to ease the black community into joining us. So, you know, yeah, he's a um, 
Asian, and he's some American. I'm, I mean, I hear that, but the rest of you know, <laughs> people aren't used to thinking about race in those terms. Well, generally which is speaking. why mixed I'm, well, Kathy, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Kathy and I we're, we're at the inauguration, and we were there as part of a very important like both of documentary and as like our own personal protest. And this idea that like where that everyone kept saying this is our first black president, this is our first black president. Kathy and I were really trying to make the point to everyone, no, this is our first multiracial mm-hmm. president. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that was the point of this whole project, which somebody did a documentary about, and they were following different multiracial people mm-hmm. coming to the inauguration in D.C. Mm-hmm. and having in this event a dinner, which mm-hmm. Ikiko and I cooked. And there was a lot of discussion, and we wanted to basically explore the idea of being the first multiracial president. Mm. And questioning whether or not Obama himself would, um, I don't know, kind of spread awareness about that. Th- and there's th- just, it was a really, really deep. Well, let me just put an idea out there: mm-hmm. is that the, the most of the thinking in the multi ethnic community now is that these identities don't have to exclude each other. So he can be yeah. black and he can be multiracial. It doesn't have to be like a fractional kind of exact mathematical science because yeah, he has of both of those identities and they're both salient to him and to other people. And when he speaks about himself, he says, I'm a black man of mixed heritage or something along those lines, which mm-hmm. works for me. You know, I mean, I understand why he's black primarily because that's what works for people in the public. That's how they understand well, that's race. How, that's how... But he doesn't... That's what he looks like. If he looked more white, mm-hmm. he would probably identify as being, a, you know, more multiracial or a well, white man. Mm-hmm. And I think also that that carries more political you know worth in the United States to be black rather than mixed right, but okay, right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it doesn't matter of that all you four look... of us if all if any of the four of us became president like would you ever feel comfortable saying I'm the United States first Asian president absolutely not I mean well, I know I wouldn't really I don't know Akiko <laughs> <laughs> well Mr. Tanabe yeah exactly well, yeah. I know, I, but I think you're right it's because he does look black because a lot of people you know they always do the guess what ethnicity you are the ambiguous ethnic okay game well, oh yeah i mean i mean right? coming just just coming back from tokyo i mean i will say that like being in tokyo is hilarious because here everyone hears my name and they look at me and they're like oh you're clearly an asian and in tokyo i tell people my name they're like akiko why is your name akiko <laughs> and i'm like well you know in japanese mm-hmm. i'll say my mother's japanese and they're like Really? (laughs) Wow. And uh, I mean, I'm certainly not identified as being one of them. You know, Mm. I mean, it depends. Like certain days I wear my hair, if I'm buttoned up and covered up, you know, maybe sometimes I can pass. Well, I think, I was just going to say, I think it's important that as a community, we sort of get together and spread the message that, hey, this is an identity and hey, we can be sort of multiple identities. And that's one of the things that Loving Day works to do. You know, I mean, this year, you guys know this, but just to tell everybody, you know, there was events in 31 cities in three countries and Two of those events were in Japan, Woo-hoo. actually. And that's just the beginning. This is the first year that there's stuff in Japan. So I well, think that we're starting to sort of join together and say, like, hey, like, this isn't like a what you know a confusing thing anymore. Like, there is an right. identity around this. Well, and it's I think something so, like, and I, like I, Kathy and I have mm-hmm. always talked about is that we really want to push for, you know, there to be academia around multiracial studies. And that, like, you know, right now mm-hmm. we have a lot of identity politics. We have Asian American studies. Mm-hmm. We have Black American studies. We have mm-hmm. gay and gender studies. Um, but we don't have multiracial studies, and that's, I think, you know, certainly And it's actually a good time for it because there's so many multiracials being born nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Fastest-growing community. Fastest-growing community. That's true, according to the it's latest true. census. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Right? Yeah. So go out there, make me a hapa, people, if you're <laughs> listening. You know, actually, I, I, um, I think it was at a documentary we went to the other day said mm-hmm. that multi-ethnic people's um, studies is one of the fastest-growing studies. Like, but in, there's right. not that's departments like academic. I mean, right now, they're like a it, well, lot Yeah, of it's, it's in cross- anthropology yeah. or Asian you know studies right. or it's African studies. It's going to happen sooner or later because there's going to be so many more 
more multiracial people. Yes. <laughs> it's got to happen. I know. Well, we're we're kind of getting speaking boring. Speaking of which, um, we have a song coming up, which Ken chose. It's mm. by, what's her name? It's Little Dragon. She's a half Japanese, half Swedish. And Let's she's listen out of Sweden. to it. Yeah. Cool. Eat in. I'm your host, Kathy Irway. Um, today's show is brought to you by Roberta's Pizza. That's because that's where we're at, at Heritage Radio Network. Um, we are also able to be joined by your phone calls. So call in at 718-497-2128. So anyway, here today we're talking about interracial love and um, Make it policy, <laughs> I guess. And food, we didn't really get into that much food and dating, but um, well, let's get into there. Um, and mm-hmm. with Akiko Mormon, Ken Tanabe, mm-hmm. and Madeline Kanai, Kanai from LovingDay.org and from Hoppa Kitchen, not respectively, the other way around. <laughs> okay, so you get the point. Um, we just found out that Ken and Madeline are dating Hoppas. So, okay, if you guys make babies with your lovers... Are you dating each other? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... Sorry. Sweet. There are other hoppers. We're not that scarce. <laughs> Wait, there's more of you? Actually, my... Believe it or not. Oh, my we God. Lo- we live on an island. Actually, you know what? I, I know. Actually, I will say that um, I think that being, uh, being in Japan again, like, I was in, like, a very, like, gaijin-friendly neighborhood... But Gaijin? like foreigner friendly neighborhood. Okay. And I will say that there are so many Hapa babies mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure that we're going to own Japan really soon. Well, you, you know, I mean, Hawaii it, already. And it's, yes. a, yeah, it's, it's a pretty true. big issue in Japan. Like, really? um, th- yeah, there's a yes. project called the Hafu Project. Um, and uh, two of my friends headed up um, Marsha Lisa is her name and Ramy. And um, they both study the Hafu identity in Japan because there's, wow. they're kind of objectified and mm-hmm. not really seen as real people with real issues. And for example, like um, Akiko was born with a Japanese mother and a foreign father, which means that she, her mother probably had to 
uh, petition for her uh, uh, nationality. Um, but my father being Japanese. In my, Japan, you mean? In Japan, in yeah. Japan. Um, because they only extend uh, citizenship to people whose Who? fathers are Japanese instead oh. of mothers Japanese. Oh, yeah, okay. so when I was born, my father was Japanese. Well, he actually, my father's mixed, but um, he retained Japanese citizenship. Mm-hmm. And so I was given Japanese citizenship. Because his father was Japanese. <laughs> exactly, because his father's Japanese. Yeah. So it's kind of... Um, you know, I mean, that's one of the issues that we're kind of... Yeah. yeah, yeah that's you we're being... De- and there's, there's definitely progress right in this way. country. I mean, I just came back right. from Los Angeles to accept a, an award for Loving Day from MASC, which is a multiracial Americans of Southern California. Congratulations. Thank you. And they've been around for 20 years. They're great. They, you, okay. know, you know, on the census, so how you can... they with you quite a bit. We or, collaborate. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know how the census has changed now? You can check off like yes, one, one box. So they were that. they've been around long enough to have been like part of that. Oh, they helped. Right. They're the ones right. who made Spearhead it happen. That. Yeah. Right. They worked on that. So um, basically, uh, there was a, a lot. There were several honorees. One of them was a Japanese American National Museum, which is really thrilling. They've been hosting the nation's second largest Loving Day celebration in Los Angeles for the past two years, uh-huh. um, and they're really open to the idea of a, like an Asian diaspora and the idea that Hapas are actually part of the Asian community. And they show that support by hosting Loving Day events. You know, and I'm hearing similar things from the Asian uh, Pacific American sort of section of the Smithsonian Institution. Perfect. There's, so there's a lot of progress here, like within those types of organizations Very in the U.S. Very exciting. But I, I can want... see a, yeah, I can see a museum definitely dedicated to these issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's find it's some time. money. It's <laughs> time. Well, I know also in, in California now, I know, I know that they're giving um, honorary degrees now to a lot of the soldiers who were taken out of university mm. of like university of california mm. um i think they took out something like uh i don't remember how many it was i think it was over like 1800 uh, japanese american students were taken out of of the university program and sent to the internment camps mm. so they are now i think this month awarding 100 honorary degrees to those people who are unable to finish their their education that's great cool yeah, yeah. And um, just to talk about, like, you know, fun projects that are mm. happening all the time with hoppas. I mean, yeah. not to toot our own <laughs> horns, but, you, you know. You can always come to a hoppa kitchen. Hoppa kitchen, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll toot that horn for you. Thank you. <laughs> Delicious, <laughs> amazing food. But I feel food. like I, I hear a lot of, you know, other fun stuff happening. I'm blanking right now. Um, well, Kathy I heard, and I are definitely doing some, uh, some very sexy, <laughs> uh, some very sexy dinners in February where we uh, encourage people. To find another person not of their race, take off their pants and, no. and make a hapa. Wait, wait, before it's a, all the swingers act responsibly, please, folks. Uh, no, actually, it's just practice no. birth control. Let me translate what Akiko just said. When mommy we and daddy really love each other. We are doing around February. You got her all rattled. I can't wait, do it. Did all she right. just say February? Have, have another chocolate. Just yeah, I think I just mixed up the L's and the R's. That was amazing. What happened? It was amazing. Like, I didn't, I was it's like contagious. No, what we, what we mean is that we're going to have an awesome dinner. Like it's a nor- like it'll be a normal happy kitchen dinner. And, uh, Which normal means... Um, amazing food. Normals. Amazing Yeah, people. we kind of bristle at the word fusion just because we think that everything we've seen that calls itself fusion food is just kind of misguided so we tend to you know just say you know it's half like we tackle a different couple of cuisines with Mm. each one french and chinese or Mm. japanese and um american bistro Bistro. i think we should do southern Southern, we should totally do southern you know being half southern i really Mm. yeah oh yeah i have to say Madeline, yeah. thank you so much for these great bourbon balls, which You're I welcome. was just eating. <laughs> I can see something going on. What about a right. sake, chocolate? Oh my mm. God. I've always wanted to do a cocktail called the Asian Flush. 
because Ooh. I don't know about you girls, but I, I gotta. <laughs> I, I rock the Asian sunburn right. <laughs> nightly, nightly. But um, speaking of food, you know, every year we do this Loving Day celebration, uh, mm-hmm. the flagship celebration, as Ken was talking about, and we have about thirteen. I think this past year, what do we have? Twelve hundred. It's like a little over a thousand. A yeah, little, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like to, I like to expound and expound. say it's about. So you know, Loving Day that. celebration because is hop is in equal to May. <laughs> it's exactly. in June. Um, it's in June because the, the court case was decided on June twelfth, so it's okay. usually within a week of that in New York. Okay, and, and so remember that our celebration. Is, it's the largest, but it it's not the largest. only one. There's, oh. It's one of those 31 in, in 2009, and, and we're hoping to go, let's go double this year. Why not? And you can make your own. It's like picnics. You can do literally like cocktail parties. You can have potluck dinners. So join the revolution. Exactly. You could have Celebrate a, Loving you could Day. have your own sort of fusion, quote unquote, inspired uh dinner party <laughs> you know and do it around june 12th called loving day post it to our website and you know and you're in business just tell awesome. your guests why you're doing it how about a potluck potluck Going back to there's definitely been potlucks. bring your yeah. jeans to the table <laughs> mix them up. there you go well my fa- my favorite like kind of hapa meal has to be the base is rice i call it the maddie bowl you know i'm a little <laughs> but I, I put a little bit of beans, soy sauce, and uh, cheese. Yeah, garbanzo beans and some avocado. I, I, that is and so hot. Maybe nice. some sardines. And Ooh, you should submit that to our cookbook. I will. And you know what? Actually, it, speaking of love, mm-hmm. um, when I knew that I just love, like I just fell in love with my boyfriend probably within, I don't know, a day of meeting him. I met him at a loving day, actually, two, oh, two years ago. He, he was invited. <gasps> and yeah, and that's how we met. And he, um, we were actually, I know he probably really be embarrassed if I say this, but we were conceived in the same city in Japan Aww. and <laughs> not by the same people, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, um, but I knew that, that we were meant to be when, when I said, you know, at, you know, New York, you do about like a month or two of going out to restaurants and stuff and kind of showing off or, mm-hmm. and then finally I said, can we sit in and can we just make some dinner at home? And he said, yeah, what do you want to have? I said, this is, this is what I usually eat. And I made the Maddie bowl and he was like, I love this. This is oh, wonderful. Nice. And I thought, I could that have, just melts my heart. Yeah. I could yeah. be with this person. No, people, nice. people and here he loved it. Yeah. Right. And he loved, he it. loved it. So it was, it was definitely Wait, rice, chickpeas, avocado, avocado. Um, you oh. can put some cheese on there or vegan cheese, whatever you want. And, and you can put some sardines in there. You know, you just mix it up. It's whatever you want. That is, honestly, that is yeah. so yeah. simple and beautiful <laughs> and Thank honest. You. I love it. Honest, yeah. People, love people sometimes, Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> people sometimes they're like, they're like loving day. What is that? And they envision this sort of dating service type situation you know and we're like no no <laughs> there's historical thinking. significance yeah, yeah. no no yeah. it's have like to explain the whole story. Wait, but let's go back to this question so you're both dating hoppas mm-hmm. now if True. you have babies with the what are your babies oh, hoppa square well, i'm like I, if, if, if you want to if you want to like break it down i'm i'm three eighths japanese i'm five eighths white so i I don't know what I mean, and he's Turkish. My boyfriend's half Turkish and half Japanese, so I think we we broke it down that they would be half Asian, half. They would be full, half. fill in the blank. Yeah. What, 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 wow. would, what do you think? I can't wait to hear what your boyfriend's boyfriend's are. What what what? It's, Sorry, a turkey like Turkish. yeah. His his father's Turkish, Turkish and his mother's mm-hmm. Japanese. They met in England. And he, we should um, do a Turkish and Japanese night. Oh, and there are lo- nice. there are lots of babies out there who are half Turkish and half Japanese too. Nice. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sorry, can I? Sorry. So yeah, Chinese. It would be Chinese, Japanese, Belgian, Venezuelan. Whoa. <laughs> That's what it would be. So hotness. Perhaps. <laughs> and she's hot. I encourage. She's very sweet. <laughs> I encourage you to make one just so we can see what it looks like. Can do you? Cook? This is why we're doing it. Can do you cook for your girlfriend ever, or does she? She's better than me. She's better. She's better. I okay. make enough for sometimes, but my my kitchen is. 
um, it's kind of like it's an ast- it's like an astronaut kitchen. You I've know? seen some of those. <laughs> okay, in my time. It's like a yeah airplane kitchen. Yeah. yeah. So does she have any flares about um, her home cooking? Does it owe to both of her heritages? I think or? neither. I think neither. it's just sort of like she's, without tradition. She's a I think it's just creative. Yeah, renegade. Here, I'll tell you a little story. I brought her to a birthday party and there was no cake, only beer and hamburgers. And she was like, where's the cake? And like, there is no cake. And she like just started like emptying stuff. out the cabinets and made a chocolate bread pudding out no of like way. Wonder Buns and like whatever the heck they had. Wow. Like, She's fabulous. Jack somebody's like bottle of like cognac like... or something. <laughs> put it in. Everyone's like put stuck 12 spoons in it and pass it around. Everyone's like, bread Whoa. pudding instead of cake. Great Voila. idea. Yeah. So I don't know Sprinkle what that some is. Sprinkle some in there maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's not Chinese or Venezuelan. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Do you cook for your man friend, Akiko? <laughs> My very special man friend. I do. Yeah. I do. Right. Um, uh, not not as often. The fancy things? I've... So- I, no, you know, no, you know me. Like at home, I'm more of like mm-hmm. a, I'm more of like a rustic, Homestu- yeah, homespun. I'm, I'm more of yeah. like a roasted chicken, you know. Yeah, a lot of different things to kind of peck at in a yeah. plate. A lot of textures, lots of flavors, lots of colors. But yeah, mm-hmm. mostly it's about you know my you. product. Like you know, like whatever I can get my hands on. Like if I can, mm-hmm. you know, get something from Hosek River Poultry, I'll cook anything that Craig gives me. That man is genius. Hoosick Farm is awesome. Hoosick Farm, if you don't know about it. Uh, Speaking of farms, sorry, I just wanted to mention tonight um, at Bobo in Manhattan, they're going to have a fundraiser for the Brooklyn Brooklyn Grange Project, Mm. which is spearheaded by the guys here at Roberta's. It's going to be an urban farm. And so all the, the more urban farms, the better, but they need to be funded. So check it out. Brooklyn Grange. Right, and aren't they great. supposed to have like some really awesome prizes? Oh, yeah. Raffle items? Amazing auction, raffle auction. items. There's a huge wheel of cheese from Anne Saxelby. <laughs> like Saxelby cheesemongers. There was some great... Like chef knife some or something? Chef's knives. Basically stuff that we would love and probably <laughs> you would too. It's wow. foodie. Yeah. That sounds fabulous. Grab bag. Where it's is awesome. it again? Bobo. Okay. It's this really great cafe. Um, they also have lots of fresh, farm fresh produce on their menu. All so, local? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So they would definitely benefit from this kind of farm. And um, so, uh, a bit, oh, I wanted to ask one last thing. What would you guys cook? Perfect date meal. Akiko. Ooh, perfect date meal? Ten, um, nine, eight. <laughs> pork <laughs> belly lettuce wraps. Pork belly lettuce wraps. I love it. Ken. You know what? I would attempt to reproduce what... Hop a kitchen made for the Loving Day fundraising dinner, which was oh. pulled. The one that really popped for me was a pulled pork sliders on brioche with like pear chutney and that is sexy and arugula. I think mm. if I remember that correctly, bunny pot pie or the bunny. Well, that's hard. <laughs> Maybe I try that too, but that was. That's sexy. I would essentially yeah. try to do what you guys did. I tr- try is the operative try. word. Try, yeah, cool. And Madeline, anything but the Maddie bowl? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's an aphrodisiac, by the way. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I gotta try it. Um, I I have to say, uh, Tora, my boyfriend, he loves corn pudding, so I probably make nice. make some corn pudding and maybe kind of like a you know maybe some um, tonkatsu. You know, d- do a little fusion. All, 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 <laughs> the, all the Japanese people go mm. Southern comfort and uh-huh. tonkatsu. Oh, can we make like a southern ekonomiyaki? Can we do it? Uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, L- listen, girls, that. I'm ready. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll collaborate on some of these ideas, and we'll definitely something. get them in the Hoppa Kitchen Cookbook, which everyone should be looking for mm. next year. And check out LovingDay.org. Thanks so much, Ken and Madeline, for being here. Thank and thanks for so having much, us. Akiko, for finally coming on Yay! the air. Right. It's about all the time we have here. But wanted to thank Heritage Radio Network. Once again, and our 
sponsor Roberta's Pizza. Thanks, Jack, in the engineering room. We'll see you next week.